four, but uh, established truths, established truths of life are never negotiable. Established truths of life are never negotiable. And if you're wanting a title for this <coughs> message tonight, I'm going to label it, Delilah is after you. Delilah is after you. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we open the scriptures this night. Father God, we're asking, Father God, that your Holy Spirit is here to open our eyes of our understanding, Father God. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, that those things which need to be done, Father God, in our lives, Father God, if there is a Delilah, Father God, there, that we will remove it in the name of Jesus. Amen. People are tired today. Young, young men are tired. Old men are weary. Uh, what has happened to our joy and our strength? Uh, I mean, uh, across the nation, people are just befuddled. They're just, there's no joy. There's uh, murmuring complaints and so forth. Uh, it all stems mainly from a lot of our government. Um, we seem to be exhausted um, in our struggle against injustice. We are too worn out to overcome our fatigue. Uh, we are part of a generation that is of weary individuals. Um, we have rage uh, to careless attitudes, to bad tempers, and to acts of violence. Uh, people are looking for and seeking an, an oasis from the responsibilities that seem to be endless. I mean, you want, everybody wants to escape to the oasis. I just want to get out of this situation. Amen? I mean, you know, the situation should be better. So we're looking for something. And uh, it's an endless thing, it seems to be. It's consuming most, most people's lives. Um, uh, there is a continual de denial that uh, we need rest here. Uh, some, some of us are, or some, of, some individuals are going over the edge. Um, mainly, we, one of the reasons that uh, we have this fatigue and no rest is because we don't pray like we should. Uh, because uh, we feel that our prayers are not working. Uh, you might be praying about the situation with our government. And... Uh, Christians across this nation are praying that um, for the last four and a half years, <laughs> been playing, praying that this place would be straightened out, and it hasn't. Many have lost their joy because of it. They're, being, they're very irritated. Um, uh, but we, got, we have to know that uh, God is jealous to perform his words, and so we need to keep on speaking the word, knowing it's going to change whatever the situation is. Uh, that you are in, or have been in, or enduring. Uh, so if we'll turn to Psalm 61, that's Psalm 61, and we'll go to verses, uh, we'll look at verses 1 and 2, uh, 2 and 3, pardon me, at Psalm 61. 
in my Bible, it's, for Psalm 61, it says, A Prayer of a Troubled Heart. Um, it's a song of David here. Let's start with verse 1. Hear my cry, O God, and attend to my prayer. From the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me. Overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I am. Verse 3. Uh, for thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Okay. I want to go to my notes here. Number three, okay. I'm going to read from the Amplified now. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I cry unto you. When my heart is overwhelmed and fainting, lead me to the rock, which is higher than I. Yes, the rock that is too high for me. For you, you have been a shelter and a refuge for me, a strong tower against the adversary. David's stress uh, uh, has made him cry out. He's weary um, because there's failures, there's plagues, and temptations are, are all about him. Um, mistakes rob us of our comfort and makes us regret what we have done. Uh, and we look for a second chance to redeem ourselves. Uh, in this one verse here, it says, uh, where is it? It's stating that he's over when his heart was, pardon me, verse 2, from the end of the earth will I cry unto you. The end of the earth, it's how, the, how this is related to the end of the earth. He's so far away from God, he feels like he's at the end, end of the earth. I think uh, a lot of people are, are feeling that. They, they can't even reach God anymore. This is where David was. He's faint, he's weary, and he's, he's done his bad things. And God's out there, but he can't reach him. Um, one seems like the, that uh, you have your back against the wall. Hello, anybody out there? And it's unbearable. So what's wrong with us? The problem is that we need to seek the Lord more diligently. He's forgotten. He, started, he put, puts himself in this trouble or into, into temptation And he's messed up. Now, I don't know about you. I think, you know, I've uh, walked away in certain areas in life. I know I shouldn't have did it, but, you know, we'll say, I'm going to use a simple example. I'm not supposed to go into the donut shop. And I just happen to walk into the donut shop. And I pick up this donut and a coffee and then the donut half a dozen donut holes, and walk out. And I know I'm not supposed to do that. Um, and this is what David has done. He, he knows he's, he shouldn't have done this, but he has done it, and now he feels like, man, I've got myself away from God. And God says, you should have called me when, when the temptation started, 
and I put a shield around you, but you didn't. And now you're calling me from way out on the back stretch and you want me to deliver you. There's where our, our weariness and fatigue come in because we're trying to reach God. Actually, he's right there, but the way we feel, we put him out, out in left field, so to speak. Anybody out there besides me that's ever done that? <laughs> so, you know, we've got to know who we are in Christ and keep that there and not drift into that temptation. Those temptations, the enemy throws, us, throws, a, throws at us all the time. Um, so David's cry is, a, uh, is crying from his heart. He's at the end of his rope, so to speak. And this is his departure from God, you could say. Why do we neglect God when we are in his presence? The temptation was there when God is in his presence. But we neglect him and we follow through on the temptation. Hello. Do we only call upon God in our troubles? Hello. I mean, that's when you really cry out. Oh, I messed up, God. Just, you know, I'm, I won't do it again. I, I, I don't know how many times I've said I won't do it again and I find myself in that donut shop. Um, that's not what God wants. As soon as we start to enter, or as soon as I start to enter a donut shop, I already know he's saying no. But, you know, just one more time, you know, what, what, you know, it could be something else, you know, for somebody, or, you know, I'm just using donut shop for, because I like donuts, but uh, it's something that, it happens, and if people knew I had the real problem with donuts and they saw me going, what type of testimony is that? I mean, you just, people said, man, you just blew, you told God you'd never do that again, and what are you doing? And they see me keeping over and over doing the same thing. Hello, it's hard, it's, it's really hard. So that could be a Delilah in my life, the donut shop, okay? And this is what I'm saying. Del, del, uh, named it or titled it Delilah is after you whatever whatever habit bad habit that you have it had that Delilah will always be after you and you have to be aware of it see Delilah doesn't have to be in the shape of a donut shop I can walk in into uh, What's that? Walmart? Or I could walk into any store. Or I could walk into Starbucks. And there it is. Nice, warm, crispy donuts. You know, it, it doesn't have to have that one label. It's, it's gonna, she's going to come at you in a different way. So we got we got to be careful. Delilah's after us. Okay, like Samson of the Bible, we can stand against the attacks of the enemy when we know it. Peril, distress, uh, uh, criticism, and we can normally survive the uh, moral weaknesses and conflicts. But when we are fatigued, that's when you're threatened. 
And that's where he begins to erode. When you, when you are tired, this is where we're going to look at Samson's life. He was tired. He just got through fighting the Philistines and all that type of stuff. And along, and he meets Delilah. Oh, that sweet little thing. Okay. So let's go to, and let's look up the Samson's life here. It's found in the book of anybody? Judges. Uh, we'll go to the 14th chapter of Judges. Verse 1, And Samson went down to Timoth and saw a woman in Timoth, the daughters of the Philistines. And he came up and told his father and mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timoth, the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me for a wife. Whoa! Boy, there is something, there is a, there is a flashy gal out there. I want her. Get her for me. Well, there, there we go. The temptation's there. And uh, he wants her, but he's wanting his, somebody else to do it for him. To be with him, in other words. How many times have you been out there with, with the gals or, or, or the fellas, and, and you're doing good, and all of a sudden, hey, let's go over and do this. You know, and, nah, nah. And all of a sudden, one of them drags you, then the gang, telling myself, um, Got, we got off work at uh, PG&E one night. Moss Lang was off, off a swing shift. And uh, I'm not too much in, and wasn't too much in a bar scene, but the guys wanted to go to the bar. Oh, come on, come on. I, I don't, you know, I got to, I got to do things in the morning. No, yeah, just come on, come on. You know, so they, guess what? You know, we closed the bar at 2 o'clock. I was there two, two hours. You know, of course, when I got home, it wasn't too, <laughs> the wife wasn't too happy. But I mean, so oftentimes you're, you're going to, if, if you don't have a strong constitution, somebody's going to mention something, and they're going to drag, oh, you, just one? You know, just stay with there. You, you. I, I don't know why I went, I don't like beer anyway. I didn't like, I still don't like beer. I wasn't even dear, near beer. And what, <laughs> When we went to pizza places, uh, this is further back than PG&E, this is uh, in the Air Force. We went to the pizza, pizza places, everybody was getting their beers, and I was getting my orange drink. So, you know, ah, he, he don't drink, he just drinks orange, orange, uh, orange crush. That's, I didn't like Coke at that time that much, I like orange crush. Still was a kid, though. But uh, what I'm saying, if you don't have a constitution, I could have went started drinking beer at that point. Maybe I never had a good taste for that stuff. Anyway, anyway, that's you know, I don't know why I'm going going that direction. But to <laughs> <laughs> confess your faults, but you, but it's not the, the 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 bars that get me now. It's the, actually the donuts. Uh, <laughs> I you know I, I can eat donuts a little bit. Why? <laughs> But when I go, it's not just one. I, like I said, I get one here and one there, and I see that I like donut holes a lot. they got that glaze on it. Oh, it's great stuff. Uh, I used to like drink it with a cold glass of milk. Now I like it a little better with, with uh, coffee. I'm really down in the really corner. 
But you know, that, that's something that, uh, it's not a bad thing, but for me it's, you know, I've been warned about it. <laughs> so we, need, we, we can't have a Delilah follow you around because she knows what you like. And she's going to tempt you any way she can. Uh, so we see here Samson, he wants somebody else to do it with him. Come on, Mom. He, he gets family members that say, we can do this together. I like this and you can help me out. Hello, anybody have family members, members that ever helped you? <laughs> I don't want to go in that one, Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Um, family, after, after, uh, after I got, I uh, had two brother-in-laws. Both have passed away since, but uh, all of us were in the service. So they were in the Army. Both of them were in the Army, and I was in the Air Force. And, Come on, let's go out down to the pool hall. And you just shoot some pool. I said, nah, I'm going to stay here. But they, they went out, and they got in trouble. <laughs> They broke up the place. <laughs> yeah, my uh, one brother-in-law had his. He had, went to the hospital. They, they beamed him with the, the end of a hammer or something. They had to. The other, and, and uh, after he got out, he was after the other brother-in-law because the other brother-in-law didn't really back him up like he should have, in the in the bar. <laughs> I don't know about these army guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 need the, we need the MPs there to break it up. But, you know, boys will be boys when they, uh, you know. I don't know what they did, uh, which bar they went to. This is, I ain't going to tell you with that. Uh, this is back in Salinas. Okay, this is uh, when we were all, just got out of all the service at the time, and we all thought we were still gun-ho, you know. Okay, let's go to chapter 15 before I get too far in this. Uh, 3 and 4, verses 3. And Samson uh, said uh, concerning them, Now shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them uh, a displeasure. And Samson went out and caught 300 foxes and took firebrands and turned tail to tail and put a firebrand in the midst between the two tails. In other words, he got angry because something happened with his first wife. <coughs> So, see, this temptation is, is get, because you don't get your way sometimes, we do things wrong. He's weary because, hey, they took my wife away and I'm going to get even. You couldn't talk them out of it. So, of course, Delilah wasn't on the scene yet. This is the first one. Uh, chapter 16, verse 3. Samson uh, and Samson lay till midnight and rose at midnight and took the doors of the gate of the city and two posts and went away with them, bar and all, and put them upon the on his shoulders and carried them upon, upon the top of the hill that is before him. Now, that's a, that's a major feat. I mean, you picking up something like that. You think he was tired? I mean, you know, even for Samson, I mean, you're picking up a city... City gates, those are huge things. And those days are still big. And it carried them away. Uh, verse 5. And the lords of Philistine came unto her. Now we're going to get Delilah in the, into the scene here. And said unto her, uh, Entice him and see wherein his great strength lieth. 
and that by what means he may prevail against, uh, prevail against him, that we may b blind him and to afflict him, and we will give thee every one of us 1,100 pieces of silver. So Delilah comes on scene just to find out where his, uh, Samson's strength is. See, Satan knows your strength. And he's going to try to attack you. Whatever habits you had that were wrong, he's going to attack you in that because that, you were supposed to be strong in that area. He's going to hit you to remove your strength. So we need to understand that uh, Satan is going to use Delilah to you know, find out where your weak point is to remove your strength. Hello. Delilah was instrumental to wear Samson down. She, uh, if, he were, uh, if Samson was not so tired, you know, he was going out and fighting all these Philistines, and he already come back to, to Delilah. Oh, Delilah. You know, he's tired. He, he says, and she offered him the grapes and all that type of stuff, you know, the fancy foods and all that type of stuff, the wines, something that he's not supposed to do. That's another thing that he, he was a uh, Nazarene. He wasn't supposed to take wine. He's not supposed to touch anything that was dead and so forth. But uh, just like when he slew all the Philistines with ox head or jaw, that was something that was dead. So he broke a vow there. Uh, of course, you know that he's going to drink with Delilah. He was so tired uh, that he couldn't withstand her any longer. He just kept on hammering. She kept on hammering him. Oh, come on. Let me rest. Give me some rest. Well, I'll let you rest if you tell me where you get your strength. Well, I'll just tie some ropes around me and, you know. So he's lying now, too. This boy's in bad shape. Yet he's anointed of God. How many times, well, we all know that we're anointed. We have the Holy Spirit within us. And that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? And when any temptation comes, we should be able to knock it away. But what happened? Even with the anointing upon Samson, he falls for a Delilah. We have an anointing upon us, each and every one of us. But there's an anointing that he wants to take from you. The enemy's going to attack you. That you'll fall. Hello? Delilah's program was to seek his inner void. What was his inner void? He walked away from God. Okay? In order to give him rest, because he was fatigued, she's going to find out the void in her rest, okay? That's when Samson became, became vulnerable. Samson was burdened with fatigue and weariness, and he sought rest with Delilah. Judges 16, looking at verse 18 and 19. And when Delilah saw that she, he had told her all that his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines to come up 
upon, uh, come up this once, for he had shown me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up, uh, I'm going to have to get new glasses, to her and brought her money in her hand. And she made him sleep on her knees, and she called the man, and, he and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him. And his strength went from him. Well, that's heavy. So the Delilah that causes you, it's going to, when you walk past it, well, for me, Delilah is going to, there's a donut shop right there, or you are now in the uh, candy store or the, the grocery store, and you know where they, all the pastries are. I can tell you, you know, the, the store that I frequent, I can tell you where the pastries are. I just kind of, you know, look at them. And the wife will say, what did you bring that home for? Well, I think we just need... <laughs> you know, I kind of bribe her and says, you know, you like this ice cream, wouldn't this go, be, go good with these pastries? Um, you know I don't eat that. Well, I guess <laughs> we have we have the ice cream together, and mine's with pie mode. You know, it's good. Boy, this is terrible. Telling all my things that happen when I go to the store. That's why she gives me a list. Don't buy anything. <laughs> Okay, it's obvious that Samson knew that Delilah was trying to accomplish uh, what, 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 what she was trying to accomplish. Yet he compromised his safety for the rest that she provided. He compromised his safety for the rest that she provided. There's something in your background that you like to rest on. An old familiar, and she's going to pull you right in. And you're going to feel your anointing slip after the fact. Not before, after the fact. Ooh. Samson had everything to share, but uh, there was no one of good moral stature around him. He chose foolishly and he would reap the consequences of his folly. He took rest in the wrong place. Let's go to the book of Isaiah and see what Isaiah says here. In Isaiah chapter 28. Verse 12, Isaiah 28, 12. To whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may... Cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. We know what the Lord is saying, but we don't listen. Uh, and we also know what Hosea 4 and 6 says. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, or they reject the knowledge. As Christians, we reject the knowledge that God has, has given us because we want to do our own thing. So, Delilah is on her way. When you are tired and vulnerable, 
When there is no rest, you will make mistakes. You cannot handle the fatigue because it's pushing you towards Delilah. Your Delilah can be anything that comes into your life that depletes and zaps your strength. What fatigue or weariness leads you to hurt and destruction? Uh, your reputation is, is destroyed. Samson's reputation was destroyed. Had his eyes gouged out. And they had him as a working as a farm animal in a mill. People just laughing at him. There's a strong guy. There's the strongest man in the world. He killed thousands of us Philistines. But look at him now. He's just pushing the old mill. He's, he's nothing. See, Samson didn't heed the words of his parents. He didn't heed the words of, of God's word. He said you weren't, you wasn't supposed to do these things, yet he tempted. How many times we tempt God? Like I said, how many, all of us have tempted God in some of our Delilah adventures. I can do it. I've done it before, you know, and nothing's happened. Well, there's one time you're going to trip up. And that's when you're gone. Busy people don't schedule for tiredness. But fatigue will enter in and settle when least expected and bring you down. So don't... Get, don't don't get overtired because that's when the enemy will attack you with his Delilah. We need to keep a watch in order to keep a perfect balance. Psalms 116. In Psalms 116, looking at verse 7, Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. We need to return to God. When you're tired, you need to go to God. Don't, don't get out there and try to do your own thing. Let's look at a good example. Let's go to the book of John, chapter 4. John chapter 4. Looking at verse 6. Now Jacob's well was, was there. Jesus therefore being weary, tired, needing rest, with his journey sat thus on the well, so, Jesus even got weary and got tired, but he rested. He rested in God. Sometimes we push ourselves too far. Hello. Okay, let's go to uh, Matthew. The book of Matthew is back up to the book of Matthew then. 
since we're in New Testament. Matthew chapter 11. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. We've got to fall upon God and fall upon the Lord. Then we won't have the uh, Delilah trying to destroy us. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4 now. Hebrews chapter 4. Look at verse 9. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. We have a rest. Don't fall into Delilah's arms. Fall into God's arms. Isaiah chapter 40. Verse 29. He gives power to, to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall early, utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We need to always fall upon the Lord. We will all fail if we do not return to God for his, his support. Every person needs godly rest. Um, working 18 hours a day uh, for seven days, you need a rest. Um, Israel were Israel worked their land constantly. They didn't give it. God said, "On the seventh year, you get rest your land." They neglected to do that, and so God says, "Your your land is going to be rested." And they were taken out until that land was rested. And then they came back, and then they're doing that now. Um, if you ever get a chance, I can't remember which channel. I, oh, it's on the um, Daystar channel. If you get it, they have news from Israel on the uh, on Saturday, and um, two weeks two weeks two weeks ago, or three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, they, they showed Israel. Uh, when Mark Twain came there, Mark Twain said, this is a desert, this, this is nothing. And they showed a picture of what Mark Twain saw. And now, since Israel has taken over and since 48, uh, they, they have lush gardens. They have, they have a ways of getting water in the desert now that... Um, John showed me some, some stuff or 
to the kids how to get collect water for plant for drinking water. Well, they put that around with plants. And Israel, and it's working. And plants are growing, trees are growing. The further down, it, it, I found that to be uh, just wild. Some of the things that they are doing there, because they have they allow the they have allowed the land to rest, and God is blessing them because they're not, you know, I, I'm just scattered today on stuff. But it it was a blessing to me that the, they're finding way. The drip systems that, that we know of now, it was originated in Israel. And they uh, showed all that type of stuff. And uh, they, they are even sharing that, the knowledge of how to uh, bring, take the desert and make it a forest. They're, show, they're sharing that with, the, with the, the Muslims and Arabs there. And, and the, some of the Muslims, you know, like when uh, they gave, uh, when was it that for the peace talks, they gave the Gaza Strip over. And you remember, do you remember anybody seeing when Israel backed out of the Gaza Strip? Uh, strip and they had all these um, hothouses for plants. What did, what did the Arabs do? You remember everybody seeing it? They blew them down. They just destroyed them, which is utter stupid. They destroyed that where there was lush green. Now they're going back to nothing because they're not blessed. I mean, you, you destroy your blessing. What else is going to happen? So, in other words, don't allow... Going back to the sermon now. Don't allow the Delilah in your life to destroy your blessings. Because you can. Although Samson did come back, but not the way he wanted. He was blind. Look what he could have did if he would have stayed true. Oh boy. No matter how anointed you are, any one of us could find ourselves resting in the wrong place. Samson was anointed greatly, but failed, to, failed his test to rest in the Lord. Only God can grant safe and secure rest. So let's still go to Philippians chapter 4. In Philippians chapter 4. Verse 7, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Uh, from the Amplified, verse 7 from the Amplified, And the peace of God shall be yours, that tranquilical state of soul, assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God, and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Wow. So the, we have that peace. Weariness and fatigue will not come upon us if we're having God on our side. Okay. 
Go to John chapter 14. I think this is the last one. Let's see if I got it right this time. Verse 24. Jesus speaking. He that loveth me, that's John 14, 24. He that loveth me not, he that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. So when, Sam, when Samson repented, uh, God's plan was still accomplished. He destroyed uh, the Philistines. Um, when we do it God's way, uh, think of Esther. When she did it God's way, when, when she was, when the Jews were supposed to be killed, uh, Mordecai, her, her uncle, told her, you need to go to, the, go to uh, your husband, the king, and do something about this. She followed through, even though she was weary. She rested. She, for three days, fasted and prayed and got this thing done. There's times when we're going to be attacked that we need to get the rest. Don't let Delilah control your life. Amen. God has a plan and purpose for each and every one of our lives. He never said it would be easy. He said it's the peace that he gives us, not the peace that we get through Delilah. Amen. Okay, that, that's a quick one. I don't know if you got anything about that other than donuts and coffee. We have a receptacle in the back there. You could put your tithes and offerings back there, if you please. Um, anybody need prayer tonight? Okay, we can all stand. How many kids did you bring in tonight? It was five. It was 12. 12. And what were you normally running? 18. 18? Okay. Father, we're praising you. We're just giving you thanks right now. I thank you, Lord, that uh, we can understand what weariness and fatigue causes, Father God, that when that comes in, a Delilah from our past will try to influence us in the things that we ought not do. So, Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that we cling, Father God, to the vine. And as we cling to the vine, Father God, that we will bear good fruit, Father God, for those that uh, are around us, Father God, will see the good fruit and will not mar your name, Father God, by choosing Delilah's way. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. Give us each a good night's rest for tomorrow's endeavors. And everyone said amen. Thank you.